0: Winter is coming, bitches I drink
1: and I know things Eddard, you don't let your kids keep a dire wolf That's a terrible idea You're gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this room And all my life I've been knocking men like you into the dust King Joffrey's parents were brother and sister And he was a fair and wise leader You don't watch Game of Thrones? No, no, I like that show It's got dragons and people doing it and Game of Thrones is complicated And they would never cancel Game of Thrones All men must die we are not too many. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Welcome to Good Pop, Bad Pop with MNT, where we drink and we know things. It's Game of Thrones week. Here
0: it is we are back after what is it like 500 something days? Twenty months. Okay. I'm not good at math, but let's go with twenty months.
1: either am I, so I don't have anything beyond 20 months. Okay. So this is a special edition of Good Pop, Bad Pop, where we're doing something highly original and dedicating an episode to talk about the plot (laughs) of a popular TV show, Game of Thrones. Our
0: very first spoiler cast.
1: It is indeed a spoiler cast. To our fans who are not Game of Thrones fans, it's too much at this point, I can't recommend it, but um, (laughs) this episode will not interest you, but we'll be back next week or probably later this week, with our standard format and more of our more generalised reviews. So today is purely Game of Thrones.
0: Of this week. Now, if you're not quite sure what a spoiler cast is, it's all there in the name. So if you do not want to hear what's happened this week on Game of Thrones, episode one of the final season, uh, turn this off now and go back to our regularly scheduled program.
1: Yeah, don't listen to this unless you've seen season eight, episode one, Winterfell. Because we're not even like, you know, I'm bad at names, so I'm not even going to give you a good actual summary if you just (laughs) wanted a good coverage of what's happening. So, yeah, sorry.
0: Cool beans. All right, let's jump in. So, here we are after 20 months. Well, well, before we even start on the episode, like, what what were you hoping to see this week? Well, what did you want?
1: There's a rhythm and flow to Game of Thrones um, where they set up things in certain ways and have they hit the big episodes at around the same time every season what is no help this time is that there's only six they're gonna do six six Uh, episodes something
0: like that five or six i don't know yeah
1: and um they're all different length although today was only 55 minutes i got all hyped up about these mega long movie length episodes yeah
0: i believe i was promised movie length episodes and that was their justification for only having five or six yeah so
1: lies 55 minutes um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know the seeds of what George R. Martin's planted versus what the showrunners are doing, and you take the chunky with the smooth. Mm. Neither. Well,
0: less. Can we pull that apart for a second? So, what are you like? What are the differences at this point? Because I, I didn't think he'd really written anything up until where we are.
1: Well, my understanding is he. Oh yeah, we're well beyond the books at this point. Yeah. And um
0: I haven't read the books for he, those He's told either.
1: the show creators what the end game is. Right. And the main beats of the story to get there.
0: I like that he thought he knew what the end was <laughs> when he's obviously had this discussion. Well
1: that that's the problem. So he is a great story writer, obviously. You don't get this is far he? without yeah <laughs> He, he just does that thing where he waffles, adds too many layers, too many threads, mm. and which is great in the first three books of a six-book run. I don't know how many books he's actually going to write. But after a while, you kind of want to trim it. You kind of want to shorten it. You kind of want to hit the main beats. So you've got George R. R. Martin's books, which are opening worlds, lots of extra stuff, lots of perspective. And then you've got these TV guys with a new format that want to really trim it down and get characters A to B. And Mm. it shows sometimes. Last season, the controversy on how quickly everyone could go to the north and back to Dragonstone (laughs) and quick, send a raven. And, like, it was quicker than my Uber Eats driver. It's true. Dragons. High delivery on dragons, I would assume.
0: Can we get that raven to bring us our next pizza is what I would like to know. Yep. Mad. Yep. Sorted. Pretty,
1: And their their delivery range was stellar. Like, you know, none of this stop at the highway nonsense. Sorry, it's a local joke. Um, but yeah, just happy to roll the punches. Happy for it to get somewhere and be over. But it was pretty exciting. We did actually go to one of the promo events this week. Em, if you wanted to tell us about that.
0: Why, yes, I do. So um for those of you who don't know or who aren't in Sydney, uh, Foxtel, who streams Game of Thrones and the only place where you can catch Game of Thrones uh, in this country. Uh, put on a bit of a promotional event in, uh, is it Centennial Park? Is that where it was? Yeah, near Fox Studios uh, in the city. And we tracked on down there um, thanks to Hex's Instagram, which showed me what it was. And I was like, Mm. hell yeah, I want to get in on that. And it was called Grave of Thrones. Um, We might even post a couple of photos of that uh, later this week. And it's pretty much just a graveyard of all the people who have died thus far up until this season in Game of Thrones. It was a very large event (laughs) in that there were many graves. So, um, but yeah, it was very cool sort of seeing how they kind of, you know, personalized each grave depending who it was. I would say that Ramsay Bolton was my favorite and also the most satisfying to look at.
1: Even more than Joffrey, they made a whole head for him. That's true, but like... And that was cool. You had like a Stark crypt and a Baratheon crypt Mm. and, yeah, no Lannister crypts. Room. They're doing well, the old Lannisters. Um, Surprisingly. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, I, I can't rewatch Thrones. It just moves along too much. That going back would be silly. Mm. And so you look at some of these graves from characters that died in season one, and you're like, hmm, eight, 20 months between. That was uh, eight, eight years ago, nine years ago, when this character died. and some of them. rusty grave. Yeah, you have to sort of really think about a few of them. But yeah, it's good fun.
0: Mm, yeah, highly, up the high. highly enjoyed it. And yeah, it was very. Very good to sort of get us into it. So uh, so we went to that and look out for pictures uh, on Twitter and Instagram. We have our Instagram now, Good Pop a Bad Pop Podcast. So you can check it out there later. Um, so you, you're you you're going into this season blind, really. You've got no expectations. You just want to sit back and enjoy the ride.
1: Well, I knew all the theories coming in, and it sort of all panned out. But we're beyond subtlety at this point. I think speculating yeah. on anything is a bit silly. Um, I do have a few speculation sprinkled throughout my analysis Ooh. but um just you know stuff that i knew was coming one way or another and
0: we can mm-hmm. speculate
1: how they want to get there but um yeah let's dive in
0: well hang on i haven't talked about what i want to say this season rude
1: oh sorry yeah i thought you said that
0: i hadn't said anything all right god anyway what i would like to see is uh pretty boobs no, I see them every day. Um, I would like to see more of um, Daenerys and Jon Snow.
1: Oh, you don't ship them, do you? I do. Oh.
0: I do. No, I'm all about it. Um, so, so here, here's who I want to win. win, win, the Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> win the Game of Thrones.
0: Here's how I want that to go down. <laughs> I assume that they get married or some shit. So, I want that to happen. I would like Tyrion to be, you know, back, back in his rightful spot of. Uh, the Hand. That's what it's called, right? The Hand. Hand of the King. Hand of the King, yeah. I was like, Hand of the Throne? That's not right. Um, yes, because he's obviously pretty great at that. Um, I would still like to have Sansa running, running the ship in the north. Um, I think that's really as far as I've thought.
1: Cool. So you just want those two to win?
0: Uh, yeah, basically. So you don't but want... I want Tyrion to be involved. You don't want Cersei to win? No. <laughs> I do not. And I assume, like, we can only hope she gets a horrible death. I mean, there's no way that she wouldn't. I mean...
1: Uh, Who knows? Um... I I don't know. Like, the tone and... Like, you go along with this show on the premise that it will be a happy, satisfying ending. But at no point has there been a happy ending. There's been happy that bad people have been punished. Yeah. But no good people has had anything good happen. Except for Bron.
0: Uh, well he gets what he wants all the
1: time it's great
0: (laughs) I guess Um, so yeah I mean I don't know like I don't I don't really think i have too many ambitions for the rest of the characters Uh, who who do you want to see take the throne I don't Um, even remember who else is even in play for it besides those two and Cersei
1: (laughs) actually no I, I don't care who wins the throne it doesn't matter the whole Continent of scorched earth at this point, like well, you know.
0: Then they're gonna be like five people left. The, in the I in the am the
1: I am the Game of Thrones winner, and it, it's on a pile of corpses. I need the Mountain and the Hound to have the Cleganebowl.
0: Uh huh.
1: Need those two to fight. Yep. I need Jamie to do something mean to Cersei. Whether that he's the nice. one who kills her or pushes her down the steps, I don't know.
0: I hope that he's the one who kills her. I think that would be pretty cool.
1: I need Tyrion to ride a dragon.
0: Oh hell yeah!
1: Um, what else do I need? I need Bronn and Tormund to um go on a date.
0: Oh my god, yes, that would be so cute.
1: <laughs> but this is all fan service. I haven't seen Pod yet. Well, he's probably with Brienne. Oh, yeah,
0: where the fuck's Pod? Oh yeah, I was gonna say, where
1: is Pod? Yeah. Oh Pod. Actually, they it was interesting this episode how they after all of this traveling, everyone's in two places and mostly in one place. Really, there wasn't much going on south. Mm. So yeah.
0: True then. All right, well, now that we've sort of chatted a bit about that, now let's jump into spoiler cast for episode one of season... What season are we up to? Eight. Eight. I'm season eight, episode friends.
1: one. Winterfell.
0: Okay. Now, first of all, uh, let's dissect this intro. We've got a new intro. New shoot's happening. The wall's down.
1: Yeah, wall's we get to see the, open. the path of the... um white walkers i guess
0: mm, so that was pretty cool um and they also showed some other weird building now i thought that was maybe like the dungeon in king's landing or in winterfell or whatever but i couldn't really figure it out did you have any thoughts as to what that was
1: i think they just had to thicken it up a bit since this um episode only took place in two places so we can't mm. bounce around the world anymore because it's just winterfell and a little bit of king's landing yeah, that's true um we're getting point of views of the bat of the um White walkers now, but um yeah, I'm sure some underground tombs and mm, stuff. Mm, but yeah, interesting. It was a cool new take. They have definitely spent twenty months working on that.
0: <laughs> have they?
1: Well, it was really fancy, oh. is what I'm saying. Oh
0: well, right, yeah, I suppose that's true. Um now the first most important point I want to bring up is uh Denurius's winter outfit <laughs> is hot. I want that jacket so bad. It's this beautiful Arctic white with bits of red in it, um, in her like normal kind of like Egyptian-y looking cut. I don't really know what you'd call that. Um, but so I hadn't even thought about that because so I'm like, oh, you know, she always wears these like summer loving outfits and now she's got this gorgeous, uh, you know, snowscape of an outfit and it's, um, and you know what? It really suits her because she's got, you know, the really blonde hair. She looks like a very frosty princess. I like it. I was down for that or frosty queen i should say
1: game of thrones fashion from M. hell yeah all right so yeah she arrives rocking the the look and they're entering winterfell with um her unsullied army mm-hmm. and it's not the warm welcome they would expect
0: no some not from the general townsfolk
1: anyway some can say if you're a northerner you're getting pretty sick of this shit <laughs> you're getting pretty <laughs> sick of non-northerners If you know the history, the Northerners and the Targaryens don't get along. Like,
0: why is that? Fill us in.
1: Well, Ned came to power in Winterfell because his dad and brother got boiled alive by Danny's dad.
0: That's not what you want.
1: Back before shit started to escalate. Right. Um. Oh, it's like a bit rusty, but they were mad. They went down there because with Rob because Rob was meant to marry Lyanna and mm. Lyanna had run off with Rhaegar right
0: is this all in the book or is that just sort of talked about as the thing that happened before
1: that's the thing that happened before
0: I wonder if that's going to be in this weird ass prequel show that they're
1: I, mm. although
0: that's meant to be like a hundred years before yeah.
1: yeah lame so I don't think they'll do Mad King stuff because it's just you know it's fan service it'd be young Jamie Everybody, yeah woo, but young fan Jamie.
0: service is what fans want
1: I don't know so, yeah, the Northerners are getting pretty sick of this. They don't get along with the Targaryens. Um, it's like Northerners and Lannisters, mm. and Northerners and Wildlings, mm. and Northerners and Greyjoys.
0: And just Northerners with everybody.
1: And Northerners and other Northerners. Like, damn Northerners, they ruin the North. Like, <laughs> Northerners hate <laughs> everyone.
0: Yeah, what is their problem? Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not good. Um, I would go as far as to say that they're pretty frosty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if they were salty, it'd be less frosty. Yeah.
0: Well, that's up to the... Other people. Oh, the Jaws are more salty, right? They're yeah, the they're salty. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: um, the dragons rock up to Winterfell and you see Arya, who was a big dragon fan, if you recall.
0: She was fucking stoked that there yeah. was a dragon in her town. and Her little eyes lit up and she was just like, oh, it's the most childlike I've seen her in like seven yeah. seasons. Yeah, <laughs> and that was
1: great because she's such stoic badass now yeah, that was when so she cute. saw the dragon, she's like, "Woo!" Yeah. Um, Brief appearances. The Hound is in town, Hound's back, and oh, yeah. Gendry. Now Gendry, Gendry is back. He's off the boat and he's blacksmithing again, and he is in charge of the Dragonglass plotline.
0: Now, first of all, how did he get catch wind of any of this while he was out just cruising around in the goddamn he, he <laughs> dinghy <up at>, boat?
1: <laughs> what did he do? So he was on Dragonstone for a while. Onion Knight sent him loose on a boat. That was like season three. <laughs> yeah, so where, <laughs> the fuck,
0: where the fuck's he been? Like? And we
1: never saw him for ages.
0: Let's get a spin-off of it, The Adventures of Gendry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so he's in charge of the dragonglass, which they mined out of Dragonstone. Mm. And if you recall, dragonglass is the thing that kills undead
0: That is doobies, right. As
1: you've seen, Samwell Tarly stab one. That's it. So he's in charge of that plotline. We'll see him again shortly.
0: I hope so. What if that's the last we see of him again. Like, nah. Nah, we'll come back! And
1: then we enter the booth, and our first line of the season is Tyrion talking about balls,
0: bringing the sass to various right off the bat. I love it. Just immediately, straight into. I, I found the first five minutes was really just here is what we know. You all want to see people. <laughs> here's all the people. Here's Tyrion being kind of a jerk. Here's this and that, and this and that. It was a really, it was a good way to really rope people in. And it worked on me anyway.
1: In a show that has so many partings of ways, we <laughs> so rarely get reunions. But in this episode, it was the reunion show.
0: It was the Jon Snow finds all of his family again. And yeah, it was
1: like everyone. My So heart I've numbered all it. the significant reunions.
0: Okay, well, can we just go through them chronologically?
1: As they appear, yes. Yes, okay, cool. Because, yeah, go on.
0: Yeah, so um, the, first, the first sort of person he encounters is Bran. Mm. And... Um, then being so excited just like killed me. He was adorable.
1: Well, John was excited.
0: Yeah. Well, John. Well, Bran's not about anything. Bran's got
1: like Asperger's or something now. It's weird.
0: <laughs> He's uh, definitely of the stoic nature, but yeah, Jon Snow was so excited. I was like, oh my little heart. Jon Snow is so happy, and for someone who permanently looks like a sad puppy,
1: it was just so <laughs> cute. Um, Danny meets Sansa. That's going to be a point of mm. tenseness because Sansa's a bit pissy that. John was the king, and then he went away, and then he came back. He's like, I'm not the king, and now this lady's the queen. And he's like, The fuck, John? You had one job. Mm -hmm. But um, during all this, because you're the audience, and you're watching this, and like, oh, this is all tense. Like, I don't give a shit about this. And the real MVP is Bran. He just goes, Shut up. (laughs) None (laughs) of this matters. And here's my theory Bran is the audience surrogate, he sits there (laughs) doing nothing. (laughs) But he has scoured the net and has all the info and all the theories. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there on all the knowledge and is just waiting. Um, plus, as I said, he has Asperger's on now, which is. And he doesn't understand social cues, which is a perfect representation of your average Thrones viewer. So, Bran is the audience.
0: <laughs> to be fair, like 90% of people watch Thrones. So, I feel like that's more reflective of maybe like the 15 years ago book audience.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh-huh. Bran says what I think. <laughs> well. Which nice. is. Shut up with this petty plotline. Yeah. There's zombies coming.
0: It's just like <laughs> none of this shit matters. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but in that sort of same scene, uh, Sansa is just such a boss. She has really grown into her Lady of Winterfell role, and she's just got no time for bullshit. And I love it. Um, what do you think
1: of her fashion choices?
0: Well, they're the same <laughs> as they Which, were before.
1: Yeah. Well, how so, would you know? It was 20 months ago.
0: Well, I remember that. It's nice. All right. <laughs> She's delightfully fluffy. Um, I like the little O chain thingy; that's pretty cool. Um, I do. I was quite anxious about her sort of um, reunion with Tyrion like, Michael. How's this gonna go? Uh, but that was that was pretty good. It was fairly amicable, if maybe slightly cold. And I did like her very badass comment of when they were discussing her wedding to Joffrey. and he was like, "Yeah," so that was rough. And she was just like, "It had its moments." <laughs> <laughs> And that was uh, sad. That was pretty awkward. That's like, solid. hey, we used to be married. Well, oh, yeah.
1: The best part was Sansa pointing out to Tyrion that you're a moron because Cersei sucks. And that's also a thread that we I hit a lot that mm. Cersei sucks.
0: Well, yeah.
1: She's the worst. But we'll get to that. Um, that's true.
0: I did like how she called him out and she's like, why would you believe anything she said? You. Why would you? You're an idiot. <laughs>
1: And it's funny, because Tyrion's going to be like, nah. But then Jamie rocks up at the end of the episode, so they're going to have an awkward conversation next episode, and be like, "Yes, yeah, she sucks. And Tyrion's like, oh, nah, we had a deal.
0: <laughs> but this time she promised. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, that's going to be interesting.
1: So we jump into the meeting. Yes. Um, and we meet Minnie Umber, who's the head of Umber House. Mm. Now... The head Umbers died. They were killed by Northerners or Lannisters or Bramsey. I don't know. They're dead. Somebody. And we also see Lyanna Mormont there, who's the young girl who's the head of Mormont House. Mm. Now, an observation. Um, when there was peace times, all the heads of houses were grizzled old men. Whereas in war times, all the heads of houses are like kids. Sansa is like the eldest at like 19 or something. You know, life comes at you pretty fast. In the North, during war. I mean, all the heads of houses are sub-20. True. I mean, yeah, I guess the punchline is war sucks.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, there's so many kids just representing their houses. Like, at these giant meetings soon, someone's going to be like, you know what this town needs? A bouncy house. <laughs> I like that. It's going to be good. I'd watch that show.
1: I like Mini Umber. I hope for good things for him.
0: Yeah. Well, that's always good. Um, Also saw, you know, in reunion number two, we see Jon Snow embracing Arya, which also killed me so much. She's all, like, used to be taller. And then they, you know, chatted about Needle, and that was really cute.
1: Yeah, they're they're both big, you know, top-tier murderers. Both murdered a lot of people and love swords.
0: Oh, yeah, they're such sword nerds. It's really adorable. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's what I was. Like, look (laughs) at your sword. Look at my sword. I love swords.
0: (laughs) Mine's Valyrian steel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so in the meeting, everyone else is also salty that, um, John has bent the knee for some dragon poon, and they're not a fan of Danny, so, you know, Danny not being welcome is sort of the theme. Um... I assume they come around. (laughs) Well, they got bigger fish to fry, and as we'll see, the stuff is imminent.
0: I feel like I just wouldn't be picking fights with someone who owns dragons, I'd be like, yeah, cool, you're the boss lady, like, whatever you want.
1: (laughs) And it's funny, because um, danny has been the most amicable thus far. She made mm. a real effort early, but yeah. then Sansa's like, what do dragons eat? And she's like, whatever they want, honey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever um, they want, biatch. Which is
1: an interesting turn, because they've been sort of planting the seeds of um, Danny being a bit wild, having mm. a bit of a impulsive streak, and her family has the history of madness.
0: But I think this is more showing that she's grown. She's like, no, I'm going to be better than that. I'm going to be diplomatic. I'm going to... Because, you know, she's gotten reprimanded for that before, so she's like, okay, I'll shut up and keep my mouth shut and, you know, help to work with the people.
1: Yeah, but they also bring it up again when um, a bit later on when she's talking to Sam Tarley about mm. another impulsive decision we made, which we'll talk about shortly. So, is she going to wig out this season? Like, they've spent a lot of mini-plotlines over years talking about how you might have some crazy in you. And... I feel if she gets to the end of the season as perfectly amicable and chill, I feel all those plot lines didn't matter. <laughs>
0: See, I feel very, I feel the opposite. I feel like the fact that she knows that that's there, but she has made a choice to push past and grow past that and to not act on those impulses is great. I think that's why we've seen her kind of lash out previously and now she's sort of grown. She's a an adult queen now. She's ready to rule. So she's, um, she won't be like that. She's going to, you know.
1: To hell with all that shit. Hmm, we'll see. Mm. Um, then we hop across the continent for our place B. Meanwhile, um, in
0: King's Landing. Meanwhile,
1: in King's Landing. Now, it's been a 20 months. You remember the character Cersei Lannister? Rings the bell. Now, would you characterize her as a... Um, sort of like one of the... One you cheer for, or the one you root rude against?
0: I would not vote for her as someone to cheer for.
1: No. Well, the show... The- done a very good thing, um, just to remind you in case you've forgotten, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her first response to hearing the news that the wall is fallen and the zombies are coming is to smirk and go ha, good. So um, the show wants you to know that Cersei is an asshole.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you, you know, you've been brought up to speed.
0: In case one forgot, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so she's happy the wall is down. So her scheme that was hinting at is to ally with um Euron Greyjoy, who is now king of the Iron Isles, which yeah. is the islands off, you know, near Winterfell up in the north. Yeah. And they're the ship-faring folk, so he's a big boat guy. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: boats, boats, boats.
1: And he's popped over to the other continent to hire on her behalf the Golden Company.
0: And what is that? Because I didn't remember what that was. I'm like, what is well, the Golden Company? We don't
1: know anything about it yet. Um, mm, it was hinted at in books, and it was just referenced as existing in the show. So it's probably going to be nothing
0: that matters, is what? No, no, no. no.
1: It, well, <laughs> oh, who knows? It's a mercenary company, right? So the Golden Warriors and their um, swords for hire. Now, mercenary hiring is big on the other continents. If you remember some other abandoned plot lines. Okay. Um, so Cersei's plan is for everyone to go north, beat the zombies, beat each other up, all mm, die. And then mm, she's mm. sitting at home with her army and like, all right, whatever comes. They're all weakened. We beat them up. And I am I stay here. I'm in charge. Um, but no elephants.
0: Yeah, she's pretty bummed
1: about the no elephants. I'm anymore. bummed about the <laughs> elephants. I want to see these elephants.
0: I wonder if maybe they were just like, you know what, it's going to be too hard. Let's just scrap the elephant plot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Maybe they rock up late and save the day. Who knows?
1: Well, it's like the Ollie fans in um, Lord of the Rings. It was such mm. a big deal. I was like, cool. We'll see how the budget goes. So that so that's her kind of plan. Uh, Euron's main focus is to um, get his ship docked.
0: Just on the Cersei note, I can tell that the budget was not spent on her wig. <laughs>
1: nah.
0: It looks pretty bad.
1: Well, she's got the manager cut now.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, it does. Yeah, it just doesn't. Like it just looks bad. <laughs> doesn't sit properly on her head.
1: <laughs> so Euron gets his ship docked pretty easily.
0: Um, I thought we are talk about it later. Oh! <laughs> oh, no, not that. Okay, that
1: way. And when I watched this, I was quite surprised. I'm like, Cersei, you're more badass than this. He, he, like, he was just... It was all moxie. But I was reminded, it has been a while, that she's probably pregnant with one of Jamie's kids again.
0: Like always. And
1: she's big on the cuckold move. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, this is your kid... Stay around, but it's Jamie's uh again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just to reiterate, Cersei sucks.
0: <laughs> Less than a stellar human.
1: Yeah. Um, now, just to reiterate that Cersei sucks, in the next scene we see Bronn.
0: Bronn! And she has a quest for Bronn.
1: And um, we haven't had a good sex position scene in Thrones <laughs> for a while, so we went to our famous Winterfell, not Winterfell, uh, King's Landing Whorehouse, where we first met Tyrion, I assume. Um, bronze on the job, and I could have
0: quite done without the extremely obvious dick pickup. <laughs>
1: well, uh, all right.
0: Like you know, what I'm good with just implying. I mean, there's only so vivid you need to go, but you know, it was surprisingly it was
1: vivid. Like they don't need to do this anymore. People are watching. You don't yeah, they... go. I'll only watch season eight of Thrones <laughs> if they've got you know the boobs are out again. Uh... it was a. You're right. I didn't mind it, but, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, boob's one thing. I mean, it's HBO. Like, the BO is for boob. But um, it was just... oh, It's just a bit gross. It's like, oh, excuse me, bro, I'm just going to pick up your wang and just cram this up in me. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> did <nice>. not need. <laughs>
1: but, uh, I did like the joke at the end where Quibern, the um, hand of the queen, was all like, oh, she clearly has the pox and will be dead within a year. And Bron's like, which one?
0: <laughs> which <laughs> like, one? oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get the pox. Anyway. Gross. So, this plotline was a little surprising to me. Cersei has organised to hire Bronn to assassinate her brothers. So she's plural, yeah, plural. So she's always been trying to take out Tyrion, but yeah, Jamie as well. And
0: now, what's the motivation there? Because if she's got his baby on board, wouldn't she want him around like the other times? Like, what's what's pissed her off so much this time? Because always having well, like little fights, yeah, and. I I remember he stood up to her last season, right? but I didn't think it was, like, murder-worthy.
1: So she told him the plan to get the Golden Company and do this, and Jamie's like, you know, big picture, this is, like, I don't think you should do this, you're a horrible person, and he takes off into the night. But I didn't view that as any worse than any of these other plot lines where they've had sort of fights, so for this to escalate into an assassination attempt, I was quite... Quite surprised.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, if you think we're missing something here, please send us a tweet at good pop underscore oh, bad pop.
1: But then there might be something else to it because it's a terrible plan. Bronn's best mates at times have been Tyrion and Jamie. It's true. He's worked with both of them for extended stints, and he seems quite fond of them.
0: I think he's probably not going to do it.
1: <laughs> no. I assume Um,
0: there'll be some great conniving
1: plan. Also, since he's so tight with Jamie and Tyrion, isn't he privy to the secret that the Lannisters are completely broke?
0: Uh, I'd imagine so, Like, she can't even pay him. Like, Mm -hmm. this is
1: what'll happen with the Golden Company, I assume, because she's got to pay them, the mercenaries. Yeah. But um, it's all going to fall out, because Lannisters have just been trading on rep, and they've been broke for years. Yeah. So, it was cool to get... Bronn there, but I feel it was just to get Bronn to the um, Winterfell. So he'll rock up and be like, buddy, and then he'll join the big battle that's theoretically coming, so. Yeah. But either way, he's on the way. And we got a sex position scene, so, you know, <laughs> Um Speaking of plot devices to get characters from A to B, mm. uh, what did you think of Theon just appearing... And really quickly saving Yara to get her to the Iron Isles and to get him back to Winterfell.
0: I didn't mind it. I mean, that didn't really bother me. I thought it was nice to see that and he was actually. Because I really didn't need like, to jump in the water. It was like, I'll yeah. go back for you. And we're like, what the fuck ever, Theon, you piece of shit.
1: Yeah, and he's done that every time. Yeah. He's a broken man. And this was. Then he was getting involved. He was with Yara. I'm like, all right, we're we'll going to do this. And then he jumps in the boat. And that was a very. Nah, he will never not mm. be a coward. Like at this point,
0: but it was nice he showed up for his sister, right? Like, but there was nah, no
1: setup for it. He had no epiphany. Okay. Like he would have had that epiphany prior to that time, but he jumped in the boat. Maybe uh, if jumped we had out twelve of the boat.
0: episodes, we would have seen said epiphany. <laughs> but like, I what? feel like they're <laughs> keeping it pretty tight. <laughs> like, what's
1: he doing in the last twenty months? Oh, so I thought I didn't think for that Gendry, was who knows. <laughs> Gendry like swam him over. <laughs> so I don't think that was earned at all, especially <laughs> since Yara's done nothing other than being picked up by Euron last season. So this whole thread was pointless.
0: Yeah, but everything is pointless in this show. I mean, you can just read the last chapter of the last book and be like, okay, so, you know, it's about the journey, even though we didn't see much of Well, it. But we
1: don't see the journey. No. There's instantly like, like Theon's gonna be there, episode two and be like, I'm here and Bron's like, I'm here too. Oh, we should have got a Uber pool.
0: They must right. have <laughs> they must have gotten onto that raven.
1: Yeah, they flew that super raven. Yeah.
0: This is it. This is the problem of having such a tight last season, is that they're they're making no time for all that stuff. Which is fine because a lot of the time like I mean Look, I don't mind the show, but a good 65% of the time, you watch a whole episode and you're like, did anything fucking happen? Like, did I just waste an hour of my time? So maybe we're just being saved a lot of that. So I think maybe we're just so used to having every little point fleshed out.
1: <laughs> and th- and that's what I mean when it's going from George R. Martin's world to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the Sherlock guy's world. Well, that is true. Hmm. All right. So back to Winterfell, mm-hmm. we have a dragon ride. Oh my
0: god. Well, first of all, we see that uh, like the dragons aren't eating very much. They're struggling in the north. It's too fucking cold for a dragon. I mean, I'm not surprised.
1: <laughs> I mean, dragons, historically, have been quite hardy. It surprises well, me that they're struggling in the cold. But they're not
0: that hardy in this universe, because there's only, like, three or well, two, really. <laughs> two left. They've you been know, capable. Yeah, but for whatever reason, they haven't been. like there, But you still got to look after them.
1: I, I think they're depressed, because they lost a one of their siblings.
0: Well, I guess that's also true. It could be that. Um, but yeah, so after that, you know, Jon Snow and Daenerys go and have a look at the dragons. And then we see him ride a dragon. And he crushes it, and it was hilarious. And there was a whole little Aladdin moment of, I can show you the world. <laughs> but on dragons. Um, I mean, isn't that what we all want? <laughs> so, oh, that was pretty great. I'm, I'm already saying it. Season highlight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, the significance here, there's, um, there's three heads of the dragon.
0: Yeah, yeah, go on. So three people
1: that. have to ride dragons. I forget where this comes from, but it was a significant thing. So mm-hmm. everyone's been speculating who that would be. Now, one of the assumed prerequisites is you've got to be of Targaryen blood. You know? Right. Now, Danny, obviously. Oh, shall so. Um, Jon Snow, which we've speculated in this episode, all but confirmed... Well, in last season, we confirmed it, but now Jon knows. So yeah. he's half Targaryen, half Stark. Mm-hmm. Now, the Stark third Targaryen. head of the the dragon has been speculated for some time. Um, one of the theories is that it's Tyrion.
0: Mm. God, it's, I hope so.
1: It's believed that um, Tywin's wife had an affair with Mad King... What's-his-face? Because mm-hmm. in <laughs> Mad the... Mad King,
0: what's-his-face? Uh,
1: Mad King... Wasn't he Baratheon? No, 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 before yeah. the Baratheons. Oh. um Danny's dad. The Mad King, wanting one who Jaime killed. What? Anyway, going back in time here. But um, he was famously fond of Tywin's mm. wife. So it's believed he may have had an affair. And Tywin was always very, you're not a Lannister to Tywin. And everyone just thought it was because he was a dick, because he didn't mm. like Tyrion. Mm. And very, when um, push came to shove and Jaime sacrificed his claim to the Lannister thing, Tywin's like, I want... You know, cast of the rock. I'm the boss. I'm the next in line. Yeah. He's like, no way, over my dead body. And everyone's like, well, maybe because he knew that he was, you know, secretly half Targaryen and not actually a Lannister.
0: Which is probably why he's not a dickhead.
1: Yeah. And the problem there is if someone's going to ride the third dragon, the third one's now a frost zombie.
0: So I'm he- kind of hoping he finds a way to ride the frost one and, like, I don't know, brings it back or something, because <laughs> that would be cool. But, I mean, they're not all locked into a specific dragon, right? I mean...
1: Well, the whole point is three of them riding in tandem to achieve some impressive no, feat. Sure. But, I don't know. Then again, the Night King could be a Targaryen, because that one rides a dragon. Just thinking now.
0: Wait, what can you repeat that? That then? The Night
1: screen. King, the, the lead zombie, um... who rides a dragon now.
0: Oh, well, that would be boring. I want to see Tyrion ride a dragon. Like, I don't know
1: the history of the Targaryens, if they're involved in all that, but huh, possibly.
0: Mm.
1: Um, then we go to the smithy.
0: Does da- Wait, before you get on to that, yep. um, does greyscale have anything to do with dragons? Because it looks like mm-hmm. dragon scales. Oh, it's more stones, isn't it?
1: No, it was just a... Damn. It was just a rotting disease. So that I was going to uh,
0: say, hypothesis... If that's got something to do with the dragons, and Sam could cure that, because he read that thing in that book that time and killed Jorah, uh, killed, cured, <laughs> Jora.
1: <Big plot, laughs> it's medicine, sort of the same. But yeah, true.
0: Um, then maybe they could do whatever that was to the dragon, and then Tyrion could have said dragon, it would be good times all around.
1: No, I don't think there's been anything hinting mm. that those things are related. That Damn. was just, because all the people that were really grayscaled were just sort of rock zombies.
0: True. Yeah. Living
1: in water and shit
0: bummer okay
1: in a much abandoned plotline. line
0: yeah
1: um all right so we're in the smithy reunion number four Ooh. aria runs into the hound Mhm. and it was like this could go either way but there was kind of some mutual respect there like oh you killed me and she's like i robbed you too <laughs> and he's like robbed eh. me
0: first. you know it was interesting because i was like oh is this is either gonna go really good or really bad are they gonna like shake hands are they gonna hug like <laughs> what's what's i don't think are they gonna murder each other like i mean somewhere between hug and murder like anything could have happened and i feel like that reunion maybe went as well as it could have gone
1: yeah yeah i I thought it was great like it was mutual respect you know the hound Mm. he he was transporting her he kidnapped her to take her somewhere and then he was he just seemed impressed that she was alive given she got sort of let loose into the world and um he, he, and he doesn't it. even know the half of it. I'm sure he'd yeah. get a real kick out of the story. Like the hound will be like, oh, "I killed all these people." It's like, I pretended to be Walder Frey and poisoned his <laughs> whole family, and then slit his throat. And she's like, "Oh, nice."
0: <laughs> I hope they get to have that conversation. That's gonna be that's gonna be nice. I think they're like unlikely future buddies, is what I'm hoping.
1: I don't as think, much
0: as they could be.
1: I don't think we'll ever be rewarded much with um watching the characters regale old stories. I think the closest we'll get is... Um, One of them surviving. Like, Arya going, hey, Jon Snow, you died. And he's like, yeah, I got better. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's as much as we'll get there. Boo. Um, Arya and Gendry. Now, they rolled together for a whole season. Mm. For season two, when Arya fled King's Landing. Along with the...
0: Pi, right? Yes, yeah. hot,
1: pie. hot Pie. So they, she was pretending to be a young boy, and they just hit the road and had a little... Stand By Me season, um, mm. where they were buddies and they referenced that a lot when his, when he fans are like, my lady. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> mm, shut your mouth.
0: Now that was an interesting reunion because I, I'd sort of like half forgotten about it until they were both in the same sort of room. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, but they, they were quite pleased to see each other and like, I don't know, was that kind of flirty? I,
1: I don't think so. Cause it's not really in Arya's arc. But I think it was more they were buddies because mm, okay. they there was she was yeah. pretending to be just a young, yeah, and they went around with hot pie and it was just there were young kids in the world and just yeah. sort of had the whims of it and now they're all important people elsewhere.
0: Anything can happen in war, my friend.
1: Yeah. So, but that was nice. Yeah. And she requested a special weapon which I couldn't quite figure out.
0: It looked okay. Like so a
1: spear or something. It looked
0: like. A spear or a giant arrow, which I, I guess is a spear, <laughs> but that sort of screwed in the middle. So I don't know what that would be for. And if, if she—it's a
1: big arrow. Maybe she has a plan to take out bad dragon.
0: Well, maybe. But then why does it screw in the middle like that? Like
1: that's kind of weird. It full of like wildfire or something. Yeah, maybe, but <laughs> <Like laughs> like a big um... bomb.
0: But it—it was very weird looking. and If she's going to him, then it's obviously something she wants made out of dragon glass. Yeah. Bone. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the only reason why I could think of anything like that. Unless it's to make an arrow for Cersei or something, because Cersei's next on the list, isn't she?
1: Well, I was. this is going to be put to the test, because mm-hmm. isn't Jamie Lannister on her list?
0: Yeah, that's And I'm true. pretty sure the Hound
1: was on her list at one time, too. Mm, that's also true. So Jamie's in town, and while she came to Aqueance with the Hound, she's got no... Difference in opinion on Jamie. She's not been around his plot lines for ages. So Maybe
0: she'll take him out. Yeah,
1: she might take him out.
0: I mean, this is what's going to be really tricky is that we're really odd to think about, but we're down to the skeleton crew of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we
1: barely fill one citadel.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm not, I don't know who's going to drop off. Like, I don't know who's going to be next to go.
1: Right. And, and is it
0: going to be like a friendly fire situation because there's so much, you know, battle within everybody?
1: And at this point, these characters have made it through eight seasons. That's what I'm saying. We've only got untouchables left.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Like, like but they can you see them die. killing
1: Tyrion? Probably not. Jon Snow? Hope probably not. not. Danny? Probably not. not. Uh, Sansa? Probably not. Arya? Mm. Probably not. Mm. Bran? <laughs> you could kill Bran. Jamie. Uh...
0: Jamie's probably the most likely to go. Yeah, I, I can see Jamie like, dropping he's, off. He's got no real. I mean, what's he gonna be if if everything goes according so, to plan? If he's forgiven, he'll probably be like the what's that position he did have, like lead army dude of
1: a golden like the honor guard for the queen. Yeah. So he could you could give him a redemption through death plotline. Mm. So also he's gonna meet Danny and he killed Danny's father.
0: Yes, yeah, I just don't think he's long for this world. <laughs>
1: So I think everyone's going to be mad pissed at him, but he's going Mm. to do some redemption through death thing where he saves Danny. Maybe. And while he killed the father, he saves Danny. Comes to be a
0: martyr or something. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I can see him dying in a heroic fashion.
0: Mm.
1: But for that to happen, it would discount him telling Cersei to rack off. (laughs) Rack off. Or whatever the way to go. Nineties twelve year old. (laughs) Get nicked. So, yeah, I can see him dropping off. Mm. Um, I assume
0: the Hound's probably going to die.
1: After he kills a mountain. Yeah.
0: Well, ideally.
1: <laughs> I need Quyburn to die, because I hate that guy. I don't know why. Alright, so next was probably my favourite scene. Mm. Um, Jorah takes Danny to meet Sam Tarley. Ooh,
0: that was your favourite scene? Yeah. I found that just a real
1: bummer. <laughs> well, it was... Danny was just business, but Samuel such an affable, hmm. for a guy, and he's got family problems. But Danny rocks up, and is like, "Oh, thank you." And he's like, "Oh, thank you. I'm not anything for the crown." And they're like, "Oh, I killed your father." And he's like, "Oh, no, that's awful." And, like, and your brother, and he's like, "Oh, no, it's really awful." And he was gutted, and you could see how conflicted he was. Like, um, his little um, lip
0: was quivering so yeah. much, and I was so upset; I was to cry too. He was
1: so, he's so in for the cause. Mm. And yet... Casualty killed, of war, really, took yeah. And toll. So, and while all along he's never gone along with his family, I mean, they hated him so much they sent him to the wall back in the day, but he was gutted to hear this news. Mm. And he was very... And I don't know, it was just perfectly acted how conflicted he was. Um, I didn't yeah.
0: really pick up on that confliction. I thought he was just sort of, you know... Putting on a brave face so that he also didn't get murdered, but I, yeah, like he was just so upset, I just, oh, I really felt for him because he's just—he's probably like, the purest heart in this entire show, yeah, next to Jon Snow, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: my perpetual sad puppy.
1: And so he runs out, runs into Bran, who's waiting for a friend, mm. and um,
0: well, second, we talk about how creepy Bran is in this yeah. episode. Like he's just sort of like loitering everywhere, being like, hey.
1: That's what I mean, he just sits, Serious face. yeah. it's like post medicated or something. It's <laughs> so creepy. So Bran acting as the audience. So the audience is quite <laughs> upset for Sam at this point. So when Sam goes to talk to Bran, us as Bran were like, fucking tell John, get up. <laughs> like, tell John now. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> that was I
0: feel like that wasn't his
1: intention, but sure. <laughs> well, it was the timing was very much he was like, hmm, how'd you do this? And then it's like, oh I'm really upset at Danny. He's like, cool. Tell John he needs to, like, kick her out, sort of thing. And Bran, as the audience, like, yeah, do it. Do it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so he runs into the crypt, catches up with John, and says, John, you're not only King of the North, you're Super King or Mega King. What's the top king? king? King, King? The King of the Seven Kingdoms.
0: Champion King?
1: Like, you know, Mecha King. I can keep going all day. But, um,. <laughs> John, you're a half Targaryen, half Stark. Your mother was Lyanna Stark, and your mm-hmm. father was Rhaegar Targaryen, mm-hmm. Danny's brother. Mm-hmm. And so John's quite distressed, either because he's been banging his aunt, or yeah, the implication—fair like
0: reason to be a little shitty. Yeah.
1: And he pulls the treason card. Like, is that treason? Like, oh, you're hey, I, here's some true facts, and he's like, that's treason. I'm like, well,
0: I don't know. See, I don't, I don't know what treason is. <laughs> so that treason thing-
1: is plotting against or. The crown, but if you find out you're the crown,
0: yeah, I mean that doesn't feel like a treason thing. I think he's just pissed. Yeah, like where's the treason part?
1: Because he, the implication with that knowledge is that he outranks Danny and should overthrow her. I thought
0: the treason part was more that because Sam was also like, "P.S. She killed my fam." We went on this, and he was like, "Oh, she did not tell me that." So is that the treason part? No. No. Okay. Well, I'm out then.
1: So he tells John, John reacts quickly. We don't see the long-term reaction, so mm. that'll be a fun
0: He just sort of walks out, doesn't he? Episode.
1: Like, oh. Yeah. Um, so, think about this. It would solve a lot of problems, because the North would unite under him, mm-hmm. and everyone would unite under him as Super King, and he can dill marry his aunt i think that's in vogue there's cousins marrying and stuff and i mean the lead plot one of the lead plot lines is sisters brother sister twins so marrying an aunt didn't like that no marrying an aunt (laughs) isn't a big stretch also if he goes hey danny actually all this info you should bend the knee to me danny doesn't have a leg to stand on because john did it for her with very little questioning um so if she's being a good sport, she kind of has to go ooh snap and like go along with it.
0: Yeah, but maybe that's the part when she is going to flip out if if there's ever a time.
1: And become Mad King Danny, like no, I want to be the. And you can see it. She's fought so hard to get to this point mm. through eight seasons and just done everything, and then oh, be yeah. like, oh yeah, you're not the boss. <laughs> well, imagine
0: just being like, oh, PSI, your bo- your boyfriend is now going to uh, tell you that we are related, and also I'm overthrowing you. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But I hope they don't do that. I hope... um, I feel like John feels more noble than that. I think he'd be more likely to just not say anything and be like, I'm just going to let her do it because I don't want to... Because he never wanted to be a king.
1: Right. And that's why John is theoretically going to be the winner because he keeps getting in these um, leadership positions that Mm. he never wants. But he thrives. And... What we should know by now, you should trust Jon Snow's instincts. He's been mm. right about everything. The expedition north, the attack on the wall, the letting the wildlings in. Yeah. Jon Snow knows the answers and mm. doesn't want to be the leader. He's perfect. And he's been like, who cares about bending the knee? We've got zombies coming. Which, yeah. big picture, is a fair point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. <laughs> yeah, so whatever Jon Snow says goes, I guess. Yeah. is the punchline he's yet to be wrong. And it's just funny, because he used to know nothing.
0: It's true. Hmm.
1: Also, um, apparently, that cave, or the little area where he and um, Danny went on the dragons to mm. hook up, was... Where well,
0: they could sit for a thousand years, no one would find them.
1: Yeah, which is apparently no. next to the cave where he and Ygritte hooked up. Oh, really? Back in, when he was an undercover wildling.
0: Returned to the Triss.
1: Yeah, and... Um, they said then, like, oh, we could stay here forever and no one would find us. Oh. And John's like, why is everyone trying to lock me in a cave? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: after that, we um, we see something that that sounds like the setup of a joke: <laughs> a wildling, a night watchman, and a southern renegade walk into a castle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so, Tormund, Beric, fire sword guy, <laughs> and Ed, <laughs> the night watchman, um, head to the. I didn't get the place's name. I didn't write it down. But the the Umbers Castle, where all the Umbers were hanging, right, okay. and this is where that little kid from the start of the show, who's now the head of Umber House, all right, where his people are. Um,
0: he looked a little encumbered. get <laughs> kidding jokes.
1: He wasn't armless.
0: That's <laughs> nothing to do with his last name.
1: All right. <laughs> um. So they go in. The place is abandoned. There's lots of bloody piles. Like where. Uh, or the umbers and they find god describe it some silent hill <laughs> resident evil
0: hell yeah
1: event horizon nightmare
0: that was unpleasant You know, it did remind me of. remind me of that um what was that movie that looked like it was really interesting and then it was actually terrible
1: oh so many
0: <laughs> uh yeah it was on, it was a netflix one but it had some really, like, like pretty plants growing out of dead bodies and shit
1: oh annihilation
0: yeah i you think
1: me? that was terrible
0: well, the end of it was the last like five minutes of it was right. but story from another time. But look like that. So just describe this the scene first T.
1: So poor little Umber has been nailed to a wall. His arms and legs have been chopped off and all the arms and legs Yeah
0: that's what I was gonna say, there was more arms and legs than just his
1: Yeah, and all the arms and legs of the other of his constituents have also been cut off and arranged into this weird pattern on the wall.
0: What was is that pattern of any significance, or was it just to well, look pretty and creepy?
1: I've not seen that pattern before, but mm. the uh, was which, it the
0: shape of the house or something?
1: No, no, no. The um, they've arranged bodies in arty things before. So when uh. they did their expedition north, or maybe it was in a flashback, who knows? All the bodies are, are lined in little lines and patterns. Uh. So that's a thing. Um, so. Because the wildlings have been there, they're like, oh, so the wildlings are quite clearly between X and Y. Ed had come from the Night's Watch Towers. Mm. Tormund and Barak had come from Winterfell. Like, oh, so they're obviously here. Yeah. And thus, halfway to Winterfell. Oh, no. Meanwhile, mm. behind him, little... Little lumber kid opens his eyes. That was actually a well done scene because I didn't see him open his eyes. No, just, I didn't either. He just notice after a few seconds. He's piercing that, blue dots. And blue... I was like fuck. Yeah, that was, that was greatly. <laughs> I have to watch that scene again. Actually, that was done because it think wasn't. I can. <laughs> it wasn't like <laughs> the startling Christ. eye open. You're just like oh exposition, and you just all of a sudden there's like dude behind him, and then the kid just <sighs> screeches and attacks him. But then Beric fire sword just stabs him with his fire sword because Beric has a fire sword. Hell yeah. Now is Beric still a mortal? Sure. I mean, I, I mean, guess. He was part of a different plotline earlier where he was immortal and the hound cut him in half and he got better. Um, but there was because he believed in God so hard that he was immortal. I don't know.
0: Something like that.
1: Yeah. So, but I anyway, guess we'll see. So they split, which is setting the scene for episode two, which I hope is the attack on Winterfell. Well, Ooh. I don't hope. I, like I assume that's the big thing that's happening. We've only got five episodes left.
0: Well, that's true. I was gonna be like, that's not gonna be for ages. I'm like, you know what? It might have to be
1: soon. <laughs> then we have cut back to Winterfell reunion number six.
0: Oh, and what a reunion it is!
1: A robed figure rolls into Winterfell. Security is rubbish.
0: Security got bigger problems.
1: Yeah. Looking um, White well, problem. So I assume he's a head of the Lannister army. Mm. Actually, I don't know. Did Cersei hold back the Lannister army as well? Or are they. I thought they...
0: Jamie just took them.
1: Yeah, or are they going north and they're just behind Jamie? Well,
0: I don't know. Basically. Way... I don't know,
1: because you think Cersei could hold. So, which. If the, was the like, case, I thought doesn't he
0: was like, fuck you, I'm taking the army anyway. And she was like, Ew. But. I don't
1: know. then. Is she really in charge of anything if the whole Lannister army gets wiped out as well? Probably not. No, either. she must have kept them behind. I guess mm. we'll find out next episode. Mm. I'm not going back 20 months to watch that episode again. <laughs> um, so he rocks up and ready to greet him, greet mm-hmm. the old friend, is Bran. Now, this is the biggest reunion because this happened at the end of episode 101.
0: Yeah, flashback.
1: The things I do for love. <laughs> and pushes him out a window. Yeah. So um, this would be amazing, but I, th- I feel Bran's going to be a bit mellow about it.
0: Well, he's kind of just mellow about life. I yeah, mean, I mean shit like, could like a White Walker could, could come out of him and he'd be like, "Take me, I'm ready." Yeah, <laughs> like, like I, so I don't like, think
1: Jamie's gonna go over and be like, "Oh my god, it's Bran," and Bran's gonna be like, "You're a dick," and throw a rock at him. But it was I, very I like
0: it. Da 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 And Jamie's face was just like, "Fuck." Yeah. So I don't <laughs> think
1: that's gonna be the big thing, but Jamie in Winterfell is gonna set up a lot. Because yeah. Ari's gonna want to kill him. Danny's not gonna be a fan. I don't think he's seen Tyrion since Tyrion murdered his dad.
0: No, I no, I'm oh, sure actually, they have. No.
1: were they both at the meeting? They
0: sort of had a bit of a fight, but I zombie? think they worked it out, didn't they? Alright. I'm
1: pretty sure. So there's gonna they... be some um bad blood there. Mm. Plus the Starks in general are not fans of Jamie. Because yep. he kind of got Ned. In trouble. That is um, true. So, anyway, this is all stuff for season two. So that mm. and then credits roll. Yeah. So overall thoughts of the first episode?
0: Uh, look, I think straight away there was a lot of fanservice-y stuff in that. Here's all the people you want to see. We're just trying to bring you all in. And also, I know, look, I don't mind that. I mean, at this point in time, really are only making this ending for the sake of making the ending. Fan service is fine. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, I think it was, I was so excited to see Gendry back. I'm just like, where the fuck have you been? So I would like, I hope we get some backstory or off. Um, so oh, Gendry. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that show. Um, I, I liked that they opened with some Tyrion sass. So I liked, um, Danny's outfit. I love seeing them. I just love seeing them together. And there was that whole joke when, uh, all the, all the older kids, Tyrion and uh, who are those other two dudes?
1: Uh, was Varys then? No, it wasn't Varys. It, wasn't it was Varys it and Varys. Um, the Onion Knight.
0: Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. talking about how they should, you know, get those two engaged. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But then they're like, oh, they don't want to hear that from old guys. And but it, it is true they they are like a real power couple together. So I hope that it does work out and that they both you know live.
1: <laughs> well, I guess that's the implication that that's Plan A. But I don't know. Do you feel they're going to go for twists, or is it all just going to be action and by color by numbers from this point?
0: Oh, there'll still be twists, but um, but I'm still rooting for that to be like. I hope they they have a joint throne together. I think that would be pretty cool. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Like I said in the beginning, because
1: yeah, the solution is so obvious and elegant. But you're like, should will they let it happen? Mm. I mean, Rob was an obvious solution to be the king, and wee. well, <laughs> that went poorly.
0: That did. But I mean, if they've lasted this long, I mean, it's got to be one of these people, right? So. I'd be pretty pissed if everybody dies and then Jamie becomes king somehow. I'd be nah. like, "Ugh, lame." No,
1: nah, I, I think Jamie's gonna bite it. Yeah, I think so. I think he's gonna get a redemption through death plotline. And
0: so, what's your prediction for episode two? Well, two of five. I feel we gotta speed
1: things along, so I think the first attack on Winterfell happens. So yeah. the first
0: from the White Walkers. White Walkers. Damn.
1: um Because all
0: the armies are up there now, right? More or less, except maybe not the Lannister army. Maybe not the maybe. Lannister
1: army, but everyone else is there, ready to go. Mm. So, I don't know if they attack Winterfell, but is this too early? Is this the big attack or I a big like war? Maybe,
0: I think that's more episode three. Like that'll be like first massive attack, and then the last big attack will be the last episode with that whatever the fuck it is ninety minute fight which is just going to piss me off um so so do you
1: reckon episode 2 is just going to be more more set up around Winterfell yeah. before this new There'll be, set so, of characters and he, information here's what I'm
0: thinking episode 2 is more set up we'll see um oh her name what's that badass knight called Brienne Brienne yeah so we'll probably see her maybe because we didn't see her this episode so. no she's the only person we didn't see no, that's sort on of relevance just, I'm thinking. oh she's with Lancer army is that why where'd she go I don't know. I think she's, she's up somewhere. Winterfell.
1: Hmm. Well, either way. Um, so we've seen everyone of relevance at King's Landing. We've seen all the surviving Starks. So it we've looks seen... like we're going to have... Oh, there, there is more, actually. The um, yeah. Sand Snakes plotline. What Sand Snakes? are they all dead? Half of them, but some of them are not.
0: I don't think we'll even hear from them.
1: That would... I mean, that was the worst plotline in history. Was it, I think they're was just that... going to be like, nah. <laughs> was not that last season? I can That was last season. Last that season, last season, awful was dawn plotline mm. with the sand snakes and they all just killed everyone. Like, yeah, we're doing all this stuff. And I was like,
0: awful. No, I don't think, I don't think we're going to see or hear from it. Unless they just suddenly rock up to the fight. But do they even know that this is happening? Well. Aren't they going to be like, bitch, it's too cold for us. Go away.
1: I think they're the maddest at Cersei.
0: Maybe they'll rock up to King's Landing and slaughter her. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But I just don't think we're going to see or hear from them. Because there's none of them left.
1: Well, there's some of them left.
0: Is there? I think there was. I they were.
1: Oberon's um, girlfriend, wife, person.
0: Yeah, I thought she died too.
1: No, no, no. It was. all her kids. She organised the. They killed the king of dawn because he was too chill, as well as the prince. But it was her. Wasn't No, no. I don't know. Um, mm. the girl power team mm. are then going to head over and I think there were. Mostly mad at the Lannisters.
0: I'm pretty sure they're all dead. Not all of them. No, I reckon they are.
1: No, the girls are all alive.
0: They're all dead. Who killed them? I can't remember. Somebody. You're wrong. No, but
1: um, I'm fine. it was the worst plotline of last season. So hopefully,
0: oh, I was saying I don't think they're even going to see them. So, so I'm thinking next episode's more set up, more like micro drama. Uh, we're going to see some conflict, some confrontation, and then season three will be. You know, invading Winterfell. We'll probably see one or two people get picked off there, and then see uh, episode four will be recovery from that. And then I am assuming maybe they'll all run to defend King's Landing or something because Winterfell wiped out. Well, no, because they'd out. have to
1: get past them. But yeah, you are right. Micro drama is the especially at this point since we're all clockwashing to the big finale, so mm-hmm. no one cares about the micro drama anymore. Well, I
0: think that's why they've cut it down to only five or six episodes, and then the last episode will obviously be the massive big. Fine. Unless it's six episodes, in which case episode six will be um, recovering from that. And, I don't know, flash forwards? Who knows? (laughs) Everyone lives happily ever after. Who knows? Uh, Peace will be restored. Um, So that's my predictions. Do you have any other predictions?
1: No, that's all I got. I'm just strapping myself in for the ride.
0: All right. Well, um, tune in again next week for spoiler cast Game of Thrones Episode two of the final season.
1: And before that, we will hopefully have another regular style episode of as well. Because we yes. my. Um... Obviously.
0: This is our B project. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you've got any thoughts on episode one, um, send us a tweet. Maybe actually DM us instead because, you know, spoilers. Yeah. Spoiler cast are fun, but don't First spoil rule it for everyone of else. Kids.
1: <laughs> don't talk about it. Actually, an interesting observation on mm. my feed, it was more people talking about not watching thrones yeah there's a couple of people like yay thrones but most people were like guess what i've never watched an episode of game of thrones it's like cool
0: i don't have any of those left i did a few seasons ago uh but anyway are you finished yep <laughs> okay i'm gonna try to wrap this up again so if there's anything that we've missed Send us a tweet, send us a slide into our DMs, tell us your theories, um good pop underscore bad pop on Twitter, or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash good pop bad podcast. We're also now on Instagram, so you can find us at good pop podcast there as well. We will see you next week for our regular schedule programming and spoilercast episode two. Goodbye.